Speaking of cupping balls, because you, I think, said something about me cupping your balls just right. Um, there's this like thing. I was lame, but yeah, sure. Yeah. Talking about Andrew's balls. There's this uh, like thing going around on TikTok lately. Um, you know, it's kind of like exposing guys and their secrets. <laughs> and I think we've all done this. You're in the shower. And you take your ball sack and you like stretch it out a little bit like a little Yeah, cup. the bat wing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of course. That's it's common. It's common. It, what? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I've, just, I've never heard like, it called that either. You got to get up in there. You cup yeah. a little bit of water in there and then you go ahead and slurp it out like some good soup. Well, uh, I get, I'm not that flexible. Usually not your own. Usually it's your homie's soup that you're drinking, but. Well, it's your yeah, gentleman. Like usually. Usually. Yeah, yeah usually. Right. Yeah. That's common. the hold up moment right yeah, there where the me like. Well, if your socks are on. It's, it doesn't You're count. conserving water, too. Yes. Honestly, what you're doing is Or if is there's green. three of you. The Lonely well, Island song's yeah, yeah, about that. that. <laughs> you know... That's a great song. That is a great song. Um, R.I.P. If the socks are on, it doesn't count. I've never heard that before, but I I. That's what Carlos know. says to me every night when he's trying to convince me. Oh. Yeah. Well, I think the Carlos socks- is my very best friend and roommate. So you leave the socks on? So yes. it doesn't count? Yeah, and the balls don't touch. Well, if you have sex with your socks on, it doesn't count either. It just means you're a sociopath. Oh, man. Okay. Hmm. It means you, you got cold toes. Have you, have you, have you, so have you ever had socks with just your socks on? I mean, no, socks I have, on? I've always lived on with wooden floors, so it's l- quite literally impossible no, to get a grip. No, you use the grippy ones you either get from like the yeah. suicide ward or from a uh, sky zone. <laughs> Dog, my mom Neither just gave me I those haven't. for Christmas. <laughs> See, I'm a, I'm a slipper man. Which one? I'm a Which slipper one? man. Uh, the grippy socks. From Suicide Ward or Sky Zone? I had some. I had smart Wool, dog. Smart, smart Wool. wool. So can, extra, you said like, you're a what, man? I'm a slipper man. You're a slipper man. Yeah, get those warm feet. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it depends on if you're on the floor or not. On the floor. I mean, if you're in the the, the You still want a little bit of grip sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes like your feet are up against the backboard. She's eating your ass, um, dude. You do some weird shit, man. I know. Anyways, I think it's be a, <laughs> a wonderful time for us to leave this behind and say yeah. hello, everybody. Hey, hello, speaking everybody. Speaking of eating ass, uh, <laughs> speaking of eating ass, <laughs> our awful transitions continue. Speaking of eating ass, uh, welcome back, Sipper Simps and Whiskey Dicks Alikes. This is another episode. Of sipping with Sims today, we have on our good friend Kevin, who I will let introduce himself. But first, Kevin, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Do you know what "Let's Drink" in Italian is? I do not. It is Beviamo. Shout out to Beviamo. Use promo code Sims for ten percent off your next private event. Beviamo is a local uh, mobile bar cart solution in Grand Rapids. Feel free to reach out to them on Instagram and DM them with promo code Sims for ten percent off your next private event. Simps. Kevin, how the hell are you, bud? I'm very well thank you for having me <laughs> you are so fun we're so excited to have you man <laughs> i'm excited to be here yeah um kevin i don't like introducing guests because honestly most of them are just our friends and they're very established and very good at what they do but please tell us what you do all right i am the director of sales for long road distilling here on the north side of grand rapids applause track and no you add it oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that was a good applause yeah. if i felt good i'm in it i'm in it yeah. it's good oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else do you do? Is that just it? No, that's my no, that's my yeah, that's my main thing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I've been with Long Road not for too long now, just about two months now. Uh, oh, okay, shit. Known John and Kyle for a long time. Uh, previously, I worked for their distributor, Imperial Beverage, uh, as a uh, district sales manager and then a key account manager. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was out having drinks with the guys one night, and uh, we we're just talking about what needs to happen, what we should do. And uh, one thing led to another, and we're here. Oh, yeah. And it's 
Fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Love those guys. I am glad you are the face attached to Long Road. Thank Honest you. to God. I am very glad that you are the rep for them. Um, but, I mean, one of the reasons why we wanted you on this podcast is because of you. And we say this very often. We probably say it every episode, and you'll probably make another meme out of it, uh, that Spaceman meme, <laughs> is that Josiah's industry adjacent. Me and Lane are industry direct in the industry, and we know you have some history with that. Um, so what was the path to get to where you are as a sales director of a distillery? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, I think it's typical for the, for the getting into the rep pass and the, the, uh, distribution path. So mm-hmm. 16 got my first job at a subway, eat fresh, eat fresh, baby. And haven't left the industry since then in one way or another. Yeah. So food services start, uh, spent some time in college, realized that, uh, I really like the beverage side of college more than the education side of college. Uh, No, I I agree. We're laughing because I quite often say when I'm bartending, I went to college and the only thing I learned is how to drink. And now I'm a bartender. Yeah. (laughs) So I was doing that. And at the same time, I was, um, yeah, I left college, went out to uh, move back. I was in Mount Pleasant, moved back to Grand Rapids, got a job. Uh, bartending at the uh, Wyoming Cattle Company, mm-hmm. and I was working out there. But my real dream that whole time is that the name of the bar, or are these just like yeah, you... that's a, a restaurant. The Wyoming okay. Cattle. Then it turned into I mean, the we're real Buffalo Grand Traders Street. Lounge. So yeah. I, I really shouldn't ask. Yeah, but I was just imagining you running around on horseback with like some mini bar thing, like <sighs> slinging fifths, being like, "Yo, you guys thirsty? <laughs> we can open that concept." Yeah. I mean, that's a, that could be a real thing right There's there. There's demand on the open plains, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Kanye's investing in Wyoming, right? What's Kanye doing in Wyoming? Isn't he? What? Isn't it Wyoming? Yeah, I think it's Wyoming. Yeah, he like moved. Like, to, he bought a ranch on Wyoming, states. and that's where like all the LA influencers with big money are moving out to like. Oh, because Montana's the, overpopulated Montana, or some yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Everyone out there's about to be like, "Fuck these guys!" Could you imagine? Out here. It's like it's Kanye, it's Jeffrey Star, which is fucking hilarious. Can you imagine <laughs> Jeffrey Star, who is a Grand Rapids native? Actually, I didn't know that. Like, yeah, he has a huge mansion now in Ada. Um, Who's Jeffrey Star? Uh, makeup. Uh, mo- mogul, mogul, yeah, yeah. Ma- makeup mogul, online personality, um, dresses in drag quite often. Made, very controversial. Uh, very controversial, but um, very very rich at the same time. Oh yeah. Uh, started with tutorials, right? Like yeah, started with tutorials. Yeah. Then he got his own makeup brand. He's in all the Altas. Yeah, I think so. Is that, is that what that company is called? Oh, Alta. Yeah. Super entertaining too. Huge okay. money, whether you whatever your beliefs are, but oh, yeah, super we're entertaining. We're discussing yeah, anything we don't except for the, the pocketbook but and the Montana he, ranch. He bought a ranch in Montana, and I just have this vision of like, could you imagine growing up and man- being like four generation rancher in Montana, <laughs> and then your next door neighbor's fucking Jeffrey Star, and you're like. What the fuck? Is it Kevin Costner in Yellowstone? <laughs> I was just going to ask. Yes. Because yes. all these motherfuckers are watching Kevin Costner in Yellowstone and they're like, wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. Let's take it over. There's a South Park, <laughs> there's a South Park episode about this. Yeah. There's a South Park episode where Sundance becomes too developed and so they move Sundance Festival to South Park yep. with a maniacal plot. It, I think I watched it with Is you. Is that a recent one? Mr. Hanky the Christmas oh, Pooh no, has yes. to save South Park. Oh, yes, yes, that's... Mr. We did watch that together. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Sorry. Howdy uh, how. Some Montana Howdy whiskey how. thing you were at. Don't forget to yeah, Montana how. whiskey. So. Montana whiskey. I, no, I was I at. Sorry. Uh, but at that time, I was uh, 
doing a bunch of stand up at Dr. Grint's. Right? No shit. What? Yeah. So that was my thing at the you time. Renaissance like, oh, man. Yeah. I had the dream of like, you know, I was a kid during the, you know, Tommy Boy, favorite movie mm-hmm. of all time, right? Mm-hmm. Like Dumb and Dumber Kid. That was yep. my time. Um, but at that same time, like, you know, my parents all, my parents, you know, both worked. I had the house to myself most of the time during the day. So it was just VH1 because they were playing uh, <laughs> SNL all day long. Mm-hmm. Right. So like my dream, <laughs> I wanted to follow those footsteps. Right. So I moved out to Chicago. Nice. To go study at Second City Improv Olympic, the Annoyance Theater. Yeah. And um, I was doing it. I was taking classes. Um, but I had that same vibe I had in college, right? Of like, this is fun, but I like the drinking aspect way more. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, so then, like, I started, I was working in this restaurant uh, called La Madia. It was dope. It was my first restaurant job in Chicago. Had, uh, you know, it was a wood fire pizzeria, 60 wines by the glass, uh, you know, 250 wine bottle list. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was this cute girl there who was studying for a SOM exam. So, like, I, I like wine. Yeah. Right? I'm going to get into it. I like it a lot more now, too. I like it a lot more. <laughs> yeah. on my calling. Yeah. Right? <laughs> for real. So, like, I knew she was studying. So, I was like, all right, I'm going to pick up some bottles after work. And we're going to start doing some blind tasting. Uh, start doing that stuff. Uh, we're married now. She's my Dude. wife. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What a story. Yeah. So, Also, shout out to Art of the Table, which is where your wife works. Yep. Zoe, yeah. she had Art of the Table. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. She just got back from Champagne, France, too. Yeah, she landed in Champagne. She's living a fucking movie. What is this shit? Mm-hmm. Right. She landed in Champagne on my birthday. Nice. <laughs> like, Happy birthday. My favorite wine region in the world. Uh, and she said, watch some kids. And, yeah, watch some kids. Let me send you some pictures of all the girl champagne I'm drinking. Yeah. Uh, so uh asked her to marry me and then quit my job the next day because we couldn't work in the same place. What happened if you know one of us got fired? Right. Right. Yeah. So unemployed for like six months. Sick. <laughs> Throw my back out. Been there. Laying on the couch. Not very happy with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Regretting that decision. Uh, so then I just started bouncing around. Got a job bartending at this place, uh, Rosebud, a mafia-run restaurant, which was sweet. That's awesome. This dude. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's Chicago. So many times I just want to be like, pause. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, they literally had a dude who, the dude who fired people for the company's name is Bobby Hits. Okay. No. Former boxer. Fired you in the alley. No way. Yeah. Never fired Whoa. me, thankfully. Fired you in the Which, alley. Is that a euphemism? As someone or? who's worked in Chicago bars, it is not like there's mafia-run bars, and then there's something like, I, I guess you'd call it, uh, You, I was only there for two and a half years in Chicago while I was working in bars, but it's also like family-run bars, and family-run bars are not necessarily the mafia, but they're damn near it. Yeah, you this, know what I this mean? is more family than mafia, although yeah. there's like 12 of them. Yeah, and you're like, you pretty much are mafia. It's just not like, I can't prove it. You know what I mean? You never can. Yeah, So sometimes. But anyways. uh, Dope place to work because I got to learn a different, a completely different end of the industry, right? Mm -hmm. Because I was working like hip wine bar and then moved to like old school Italian, Mm -hmm. right? So just like super different. Uh, Like a mind your pints and courts place. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you you couldn't say what you wanted to say. Mm. Um, There for a minute and then I started just like, I just kept rolling with it. I love bartending. Uh, moved on to this uh, place called Leopold. We got our Bib de Gourmand. We were on track for our first Michelin star there. Nice. And uh, owner was like, you know what? Cost too much. Lock the door one day. Just lock the door. Wow. Sold it out. Find a new place. Go kind of do a run of the mill. You know, just running around, right? Working uh, Weed Street Tavern. Uh Working that's a place called Bar on Buena, which was dope. This mm-hmm. like craft beer bar up there. And then um 
just kind of kept kicking. I stopped doing I stopped doing improv, focused on running tabs, running bars. Uh, hooked up with this group called Good Eats Group, and it was like perfect because I'm. I like to do everything in the industry, right? Like I'm a guy who likes to go all in. Mm-hmm. So start. Uh, I'm bartending and managing, running their beer bar, which is a hundred tapless bar. Move over to uh, next door. They've got a Italian wood fire pizza wine bar. So like, bam, get to do both. Then helped open up uh, this place called Social, which was their tapas restaurant. So I got to do a little bit of everything in that aspect. Uh, and I was working there. And a buddy of mine's like, hey, I know you love it here. You have a good time. Uh, and I mean, we had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so that bar. We, We're familiar. <laughs> we, had a deal with, we had a deal with Jameson that we got a free case for every case. Okay. Mm. As long as we had it on the menu as our house wine. Wait, what? Yeah. So the old, house wine? House wine was Jameson. So we it was like, $5 a glass for okay. a house wine. Yeah. And uh, so people would order it and they'd be like, let me get your house wine. Sick. Like sweet, you put put a shot of Jameson in front of him. <laughs> that? That's fucking awesome. That's that is amazing. amazing. Yeah, we ran through we ran through like you know that free case of Jameson basically every night after we closed. Mm-hmm. We were just there late. <laughs> my yep. first so my first day working there, we were there. Uh, I was bartending. We closed the door. We closed at eleven. I got home at five thirty in the morning. Yep, I had worked a double that day. Zero dollars in my pocket. And my wife's like, how did you spend all your money at the bar you work at? It's like, <laughs> have you ever heard of Shut the Box? <laughs> I have not, no. So Shut the Box is this English drinking game. It's a gambling game. Okay. It's like there's 10, uh, 10 panels up. You roll you roll die and you try to knock down certain numbers. You try to knock every number out. Okay. Uh, my buddy Sheridan, who was like the GM at the time, just took $400 out of my pocket that night. Just day off that one, game. Just day one, four hundred dollars out of my Christ. pocket. Uh, <laughs> so he calls. He tells calls me up and is like, "I know you love it there, but let's let's take the next step. Where do you want to go?" Uh, so we we're talking. And, uh, I ended up working with uh, all y'all's boy Will Torres. Nice over at Acadia. Bonas. Bon, oh. Yeah, your Bonas guy. Oh, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, Will and I were we were working over there. It was a two Michelin star restaurant. We got our second star. And we were there. We got a. Uh, John Blanche or Jean Blanchet Award for Most Outstanding Bar Program Midwest. Fuck yeah. Um, and that bar was dope because the owner of it, his family were investors in the Bears. Mm-hmm. So there was just sh- shit money to drink away. It couldn't, fa- it couldn't fail. It couldn't like, fail. It, it just had funding. It couldn't which fail. Which is huge. It's just like yeah. reserve in Grand Rapids. Like right. it can't fail. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I mean, the dude who ran it, uh, dude who ran it wasn't yeah. the best guy in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's on the 86 list now and he's out of town. <laughs> uh, but in the time, it was a lot of fun. So I was running that, pro- or I was over there for a while working that front of house. Uh, and then the Psalm there, Jason Pra, uh, badass dude, actually returned his pins when all that Psalm shit went down of, you know, uh, everyone cheated, but for some reason only the women didn't pass. Right. Returned his pin. Uh, and he's like, you know what? I've been buying for these high end restaurants forever. And I've always been told I can't have wine less than $30 on the menu. Like, But I taste these wines every day that mm-hmm. are killer. Yeah. So we opened this place called Bascule. Uh, it was in Little Italy. And the whole idea was really good wine at an inexpensive price. Yep. And it was dope. We had a killer program. All of our cocktails, uh, me and my buddy Ian uh, designed that list. All of our cocktails were made to taste like Varietal's wine. Okay. So we had a Pinot Noir right. cocktail, right? Yeah. Uh, so in without that, using any wine or fortified, or no wine, no fortification. So really? What we would do for the Pinot Noir cocktail, we would take, uh, we would get a sous vide bag, right? 
and okay. we put in dehydrated raspberries, okay. bourbon, okay. mushrooms, okay. chestnuts, okay. and then we sous vide it. Bring it down. Explain to our listeners what sous vide. All right, sous vide. Uh, bag in a box cooking, basically, right? Yep. So you, you you put it all in a vacuum sealed bag, and then you put it in a, a emergent circulator, which is like this little stick that goes into uh, a tub of water, and it slowly brings it to temperature. So you know when you walk into like a Michelin star kitchen, a really high end kitchen, everything they cook is cooked in this bag in water because you can regulate the temperature perfectly, mm, yep. and then you throw it on the grill. You yep. get those sears on it, right? So we were doing the emergent circulator on that. Uh, we'd pull it out, puree it. Uh, add syrup, turn it into a, turn it into a syrup, and then that w- that was an egg white cocktail with uh, tequila ocho. So that was the base in <laughs> nice. it. But you add all those flavors on top of it, and it ends. It, it tasted like you're drinking Pinot Noir. There's hazelnuts in there because if you walk through Oregon, the idea was a Willamette Valley Pinot Noir. You walk through Oregon, and ev- next to every vineyard, there's a hazelnut vineyard, and there's all over the ground. It's in the soil. It's the terroir, so it's what everything tastes like. Uh, you know, we, we did a lot with, at the time it was really cool to like do ice cube cocktails, right? Where you're doing, uh, flavored ice cubes. And we realized that if you drop vodka into the flavored ice cube before you freeze it, it'll melt quicker in the cocktail. And then as it melts, the cocktail evolves into something completely different. So we were doing a ton of stuff like that. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and we were loving it. I was working there. Uh, I went back to Acadia for a little bit at the same time and doing that seven nights a week. Between the two, woof, and just just hustling though, right? Rents yeah. rents not rents not cheap. You gotta you gotta make it. And then uh, my wife and I started talking, and uh, we were like, you know, it's about to, we, we should start a family, right? Uh, and we had no one there. I had I had some family that was outside of the city, but they were outside of they were you know they were outside of the city. We didn't really want to move to those burbs. Uh, so I was you know at that bar because Jason was such a big name in the wine industry. I just started talking to all the reps and suppliers who would come in and see what's going on. And uh, we told them we're thinking about moving back to Michigan. And they were like, yeah, here's a list of contacts to call. Give them my name. So calling all these people, talking to them. Uh, we moved here on a Monday, unemployed. On Tuesday, I had two interviews, one with a Veritas wine company, one with Imperial Beverage. Uh, Veritas offered me the job that day. Uh, so day two of living here, I had a job. Started doing the wine game. Um, doing that, like, you know, road traveling, selling wine, selling Kermit Lynch, selling Dresner, uh, loving it. And, uh, was out on, uh, on Christmas day. So one of the things that they don't talk about when you learn to get a job in the wine industry is merchandising. Yep. You, know, you gotta, you know, you sell wine and you gotta go out and put it on the shelf. So, uh, I said Christmas day, but it was new year's day. Uh, so at the first day of every month, all the big box stores have their new tags with sales prices. Mm-hmm. Tags are always exactly the same. Yep. But you got to hang new ones because of the date on it. Yep. Uh, so I'm out on New Year's Day hanging these tags, and I ran into somebody, uh, uh, a friend of mine who ended up being my boss, and she's like, I like your hustle. You want a job as a, as a district manager? I was like, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, so, you're like, what's the pay? Right? <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Uh, that's how real. that conversation starts. That's, yeah, I mean, that's how all my yeah. conversations yeah. start. <laughs> so we talked about it. Uh, couple months later, I made the switch. I started working with Imperial Beverage, uh, which was dope because I got to run uh, Grand Rapids, Lansing, and like a, a good a good amount of Lakeshore, like Douglas, mm-hmm. Saugatuck, Holland. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And that book was sweet because we had beer, wine, liquor. And it, it, you know, it, was a, it was a big, nice book and a good, like, good way to get into it and get to meet everybody in the industry. Yeah. So I was doing that for a minute. Uh, I think about four years I ran that job. And then 
got offered my next step in there, which was a key account manager. So then I was selling uh, just directly to corporate offices, not in the field anymore, uh, which was great because I took the job in February and in March is when COVID hit. Yeah. So I got I had an office job that I never had before and the office was my house. Yeah. Uh, and it coincided perfectly because that same year I threw my back out and it took I had three herniated again. Yeah, three herniated discs in my back. Jesus, Jesus Christ. you got them grippy socks or something? Like, what's <laughs> going on? No, it's because I'm a slipper man. It's being a slipper man. Yeah, I've done the same thing. I've thrown my back out too many times. So, so it, it took a year get to back get back. Out, you know? Yeah, I, I couldn't sit in a chair for a year. Jesus, I laid on the floor and typed at a computer. Like literally, like, we'd be like, you know, end of a work day. Just want to zone out and watch TV. I'm laying on the floor watching TV. Yeah. Well, well, my wife just gets the couch. I'm like, damn, I want that couch so bad. <laughs> I want that couch so bad. Uh, and then, yeah, like I said, I was talking to John and Kyle one night, and yeah. things just kind of worked out. And I loved working for Imperial Beverage, but the idea of working for a locally owned business, yeah, uh, with dudes who I respect, and in a community where like people, you know, we want local. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, Grand Rapids wants local so hard. One of the hardest parts about, uh, you know, Imperial is we sold so many national brands, right? Mm-hmm. Like so many great breweries, great wineries, great distilleries, but they weren't in Michigan. And, you know, something something to be said about, you know, us Michiganers is we care. We want something from here. We want our local stuff. And it makes sense, right? A lot of the places I've worked, it's like, yeah, this is a great product, but I, I literally only buy things from Michigan-run places on principle. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Like right. I, I was like, oh, yeah, well, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, so it's it's been great, man. It's been two Love months. Where, so one yeah. of my favorite, not to cut you off, but one no. of my favorite things about your story and being a guest on this podcast, we intentionally try to interview a lot of industry professionals. Sometimes we stray a little bit farther, but you are probably the first guest that has not just encompassed many forms of our industry, but has been in the industry. Uh, similar to me and Lane, you're a little bit older than us, but from essentially like start of career to where you are now, you know, you never really deviated. You've been in this industry, um, and doing it in a city like Chicago, uh, to our listeners that are not familiar with industry in Chicago is an impossibly hard industry to get into. But once you're in, like you talked about bouncing around, you can probably get a job anywhere. You know yeah, what I, mean? I, I probably worked at 10 places yeah. in But the in first years. place is probably the hardest job you ever had. Oh, yeah, for Either, sure. Or hardest job to get into, at least. And one of the hardest ones I had because uh, what I'll say about it is that it taught me more about true service and what customer mm-hmm. service is than anything else. Right. I remember like the fourth week we were open, fifth week we were open, we were brand new. And we had uh, this dish on the menu called brisola, okay. which is a, a very traditional Italian cured raw beef. Okay. Like a prosciutto type yeah. type deal, right? And uh, we did this pre-shift meeting every day where someone presented a wine, and then mm-hmm. we all talked about, uh, like everyone had to present a dish off the top of their head that's on the menu because he wanted to make sure that we were like intentionally right thinking the, yeah. and pairing, yeah, right. So uh, it came up to me, and Brazola came up, and I I didn't know what it was, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about it, so <laughs> I tried to pass, and I I just embarrassed myself. And yep. then the dude next to me was up next, and he goes, it's like a lunch meet. And the owner of the restaurant dragged us into the fucking hallway, and he just looked, and he goes, do you fucking have any idea what you just said? <laughs> and like, I, like, I, was trying to do, I was trying to do improv, right? Like, yeah. I was trying to be funny all the time. And I was like, so I was laughing at it. Like, life isn't serious. Like, yeah. what's, what's the problem? He's like, all my fucking money in life is in this. 
everything I have. My house is on the line in this. Mm-hmm. My wife's on everything's on the line for this. And you just told me it's fucking lunch meat, bro. <laughs> You're like, well, kind of is. Well, but like, sorry you put bro. your house on lunch meat. Right. <laughs> but, it, but it like snapped me. But that was the first time I like, that was the first time in my life I thought I was like, oh shit. It's more, what I say yeah. here affects someone else's life. Yeah. Right. 100%. And like mm-hmm. who they are. Uh, and then it started taking it way more seriously and getting into it and trying to learn it. And, uh, so it's once the best you people. once you start it is but once you started learning and take it more serious this is a question we love to ask all former bartenders or current bartenders biggest pet peeve during your time in service biggest pet peeve in my time in service oh you know what it was so there's a few of them but <laughs> but one is when you get a phone call like ten minutes after someone was in the restaurant and they go I just got food poisoning in your restaurant. <laughs> and motherfucker, that's not how it works. That's not how that that's works. Twenty four hours if it's my <laughs> fault. Right. But realistically, what it is is, is the amount of people who look down, mm-hmm. right? Look down their nose at you on a daily basis, just mm-hmm. treat you like shit. Like when are you gonna get a real job? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what do dun, you want to do dun. for a living? Yeah. When do you grow right. up? Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's like this, this is a like a, a true Are you profession. in school? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For real. Yes. That is. Oh. That's the that's the yeah. polite way that they try to say those things. Yeah. Like, damn, I have no you're idea really cool. That. You have so much potential. Yeah, yeah, what, I do. Thank you. I'm using it. <laughs> and what these people don't realize is, like I said a second, but like, service industry people, restaurant people are the best people. Yeah, right. We learned we learned to be humble. We learned to laugh it off, and we care about what we do. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure other people have a good time. Yeah. Right. Like we're in it. If you stick around in it for a long time, you're doing it because you like making sure people have a good time. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like when someone's looking down their nose at you or they're doing offhanded comments or they or they act like they know more than you about the stuff that you're presenting to them. Yeah. <laughs> I spent years of my life studying this. You watched a YouTube video six yeah. weeks ago and you can't <laughs> pronounce the fucking grape you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Chill. Say say Chinar correct and then we'll talk. Right. Um speaking of a good time, let's taste this fucking so uh I'll preview it a little bit just in the preview of saying May I say we get an exclusive first taste? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, I mean, I took the exclusive first taste. But. Well, yeah, yes. But we <laughs> get a semi-exclusive first taste as this is not released in Michigan yet. It will be very soon. What day? May 2nd. May 2nd. Today is? May 12th. Nope. April? April 18th. I don't know. April 18th. Today is April 18th. This episode will be dropped uh, April 24th, I'm assuming, 23rd. Whatever, for, whatever yeah, whatever Sunday, Sunday is. is. So it'll be dropped 24. before this bottle is dropped and available to Michigan. We are tasting Michigan, a right Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. Um, you enter the product. What are we tasting? All right, so we are tasting batch number one of Raspberry Michigan. Okay. So Michigan has been a staple product of ours since the day we opened. Okay. Uh, and what it is is it focuses on all local ingredients, uh. To make the gin, right? So everything in it is from Michigan. But the one step above it is we found out that on Beaver Island, juniper, there's a wild strain of juniper that grows like a weed. Okay. So we went up there. We talked to everybody and we said to them like, hey, we'll clear your weeds for you as long as you're cool with us distilling it, right? Yeah. So uh, what we do with Michigan is we take that wild juniper that grows only on Beaver Island and we focus on it. So this is not like your super botanical super like pine forward gin it is juniper focused you get that bitter red juniper right off the bat uh and it's super killer other things in it like there's michigan apples michigan pine goldenrod everything in it is from michigan and it's all like it's that juniper really that sets it apart right because no one else has access to it we get it it's it's 
something that we had to do some hunting for. Yeah. We go out once a year with the entire staff and we just clear the island. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so sweet. That is, that is actually dope. pretty right. sick. <laughs> You're like, hey, man, uh, you guys need gardeners because we're willing. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah. And they love it. because It like- reminds me of my grandma taking, uh, my grandma's from Kentucky, but we used to have wild rhubarb that would grow in our garden slash like, com- not comp, like our essentially herb and uh, vegetable garden in our back of the house, but we'd have wild rhubarb. And my dad used to just rototill it, but then my grandma would literally drive up from Kentucky to harvest said wild rhubarb, and then she would just make fucking rhubarb pies. And it was it. delicious, it wasn't was it? fucking Ooh, amazing, rhubarb dude. Rhubarb pies, man. Yeah. I would fucking murder some. Wow, I'm on a... Yeah. How many episodes have I talked about murdering? Five somebody? years, remember? Five years for murder. Five years for murder. Yeah. Fuck, dude. <laughs> we, uh, we had rhubarb growing on the side of my house growing up, and I found out when I was 17 that when my when my family moved there... My mom planted that rhubarb because in that very bed were like four weed plants. Yeah. Nice. And I was like, what the fuck, mom? Like, rhubarb like, or weed weed? Like cannabis. Like cannabis. There shout was, out to River City Cannabis. Shout out to River City Cannabis. <laughs> we'll talk more about you in a second. But like, uh, speak. let's just do that right now. Yeah, fuck yeah. it, dude. Uh, speaking of River City Cannabis, shout out to River City Cannabis. Uh, local all-in-one roof uh, dispensary. What that means is that everything is grown, packaged, produced, sent off uh, for validation from uh, the Michigan government and then sent back. But everything happens under one roof. It is not bought uh, from caregivers or farmers. Everything is grown on one roof, so they know exactly what's going into their products. Uh, find them on Weed Maps or uh, in-store in uh, Ada, Michigan at River City Cannabis. Use promo code SIMPS for 10% off your next purchase. And I just want to throw this out there. I'm going to stand by this because I know by the time this comes back to me, I'll be able to hold my cannabis bargain. There's a very special holiday coming up, right? 420. 420. So I want you guys to do... Oh, fuck. Actually, shit, this isn't going to air in time. Forget it. Never mind. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to be like, yo. We'll we'll reach out to Noah about that. chances. All right, so what we do here, uh, if you've listened, which I know you've listened a little bit, we do a cork pop. So I need you to hold this up, and we're not going for like champagne style. We're going for like max loudness. We'll be quiet. We just want you to pop it, the cork on the mic. Quiet on set. Oh yeah. Ooh, there we go. There we go. go. That was a wet one. We have had so many good wet ones. Oh my god, it's actually literally wet. That's what I mean. uh, I'm a wet one. A man is soaked. (laughs) Thank you for your service. All right, Lane. What I want to say while you're pouring is while I was looking at that bottle, because I always like to look at bottles to see if there's words I can read, because, you know, I am about fucking reading the bottles um, out loud. And now it's the NPR bit. Um, There are some very interesting things on there, which I assume are the locations that you found each of the ingredients. I saw fucking like longitude, latitude coordinates by each ingredient. Exactly. That's so fucking sweet. Right. Um, That's next level, dude. Yeah. Is geocache that shit? We should, right? Hey, if you want to steal our stuff. That is a part of my 12-year life I don't want to talk about. My mom and her friends got so into geocaching, it hurts. (laughs) I did a little bit of that, too. I understand. Like, fucking Saturdays that I didn't want to spend time with my mom's parents. Like, we were just, or mom's friends, excuse me. We were just, anyway. Anyways, you get the point. (laughs) Coordinates on the bottle. So, uh, we do another spirit in house, uh, which is our raspberry cordial, right? So, the idea of that started with, and the same thing here. We get this beautiful red winter wheat outside of uh, Belding, Michigan, right? Uh-huh. And that same farm makes raspberries. So we've been making like a super fresh, uh, like really fresh tasting version of like a Chambord, if you will, right? Just locally made raspberry cordial. And 
we love it. It's one of our favorite things at distillery. So we kind of wanted to mix the two. Um, and this is kind of the baby of that. And what I get from this when I try it is that raspberry is just at the end, mm. right? Just kind of to clean up and kind of cover that alcohol. And what I love too is you get that super fresh apple. I love the nose on this thing. Um, what's the proof on it? Is it 70? 45. 45? I mean, percent. So uh, 90. 90 proof, yes. 90, mm-hmm. okay. All right. Is it just me or does it smell like some aquavits I've had? It does. It does. Well, we're the best aquavit maker in the world, according to the Berlin Festival, six times in a row. In the world? In the world. So we. In the world? In the world. So we've won. This is dope. We walked in. What? To I disagree. Our first batch of aquavit. <laughs> we took it to the festival in Berlin, which is the, the, the biggest aquavit festival, right? Yeah. Well, yeah and that's crazy. It's a blind tasting, and we won. Year one, we won. And That's wild. That's actually super cool. Right? Everyone's like, who the fuck are these dudes from? Where's Grand Rapids? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and they, people were talking trash a little bit about it. Like, yeah, they, they didn't know what they're doing. This was an accident. So we threw that batch in a barrel for a year, took it back, and won again. Two years in a row. All, yeah. all blind? All blind? All blind. Fuck yeah. So we won in the traditional and the old Aquavit style. And then we've won it again Explain. and again and again. So traditional style would be the clear Aquavit that you see on barrel okay. And then they call which is untraditional, but old Aquavit, mm-hmm. the barrel-aged. Okay. Uh, which, cool. personally, I'm a barrel-aged person on it because it adds vanilla. Mm-hmm. It really rounds off that some of that like harshness you can get from the rye bread, the caraway, right. the cumin, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, we just win it, win it, win it. And that's something that you know you don't see very often. Because it's like, who would have thought to make Aquavit? I mean, it's one thing to win San Francisco. It's another thing to win Berlin, Berlin. for yeah. Aquavit. For Aquavit. That's exactly. crazy. Congratulations, Long Road. I did yeah. not Cheers. know that. I think the last time America was that dominant in Berlin. 1945. 1945. <laughs> <laughs> but Russia, Russia did get there first. Uh, boo, Russia. tomato, tomato, tomato. Fuck Russia. <laughs> Fuck Russia. They were just support. Their vodka is one, two, three, tasteless. tasteless. <laughs> you know they call that day Victory Day in Russia? Do they really? Yeah, there's a whole... I read an article about it today. It's a whole festival. Interesting. Of 1945 taking a Berlin or whatever? Yep. Nice. They call it Victory Day. Yeah. You guys should come up with a riff on that for (laughs) like a long road Aquavit like anniversary edition of the first time you guys won. And it's called like, I don't know something else but it's like a victory. victory yay yeah, victory yay. yay there it is there it is we came up with it sipping with sam's can we get our logo on the bottle i mean i don't see why not uh, we'll have to talk to some people we'll it's have not to talk my to job, some people yeah. i mean I, there's nothing stopping me from no. grabbing a roll of stickers and going to the store <laughs> and just applying them to every fucking bottle be like, <laughs> i'm all about graffitiing anything you can whenever you can you know so yeah 100 percent. for legal reasons that's a joke if you see bottles in the shelf that wasn't us. with that barrel pick sticker I wasn't me nah, but even wasn't caught me on camera whiskey dicks wasn't me whiskey dicks followings you know what to do <laughs> um, we're gonna go Coney 2012 on these bottles. Yeah. <laughs> Cover the night. Let's go. All yes. 200 of you fuckers go yeah, out there. Exactly. And spread our seat. I mean, stickers. 2000. 2000. 2000. Wink, wink. wink All wink. right. What do you think? I okay. So it's not very often that we taste gin on this podcast. No, it's never. It's probably the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the first time. It's never. Um, the nose on this is something. Um, it is something. That's correct. The taste. And it's not, so I don't like piney gin, personally, and it's not too piney, and I don't know if it's the cutting of the said spirit with everything that's infused. Is it infused or distilled? It's distilled, and then we soak. And soak, okay. Yeah. Ooh, we like, we're a big fan of <laughs> soaking on this like podcast. We like to soak. Well, who and doesn't? Kate, for those yeah, of you, right? do you know what soaking is? 
I know a couple what about different jump definitions pumping? of soaking. Well, jump pumping, I think th- I think that explains itself. Explains maybe? Yes. Yeah. What is soaking and what is jump pumping? Maybe I don't know. So soaking is the act in the Mormon religion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And then yeah. jump pumping yeah, is the soaking assisting. is where soaking's where you go in but you don't move. You yep. just leave it. And right. then jump pumping is when someone's soaking and someone else is jumping on the bed to emulate that motion, but you are not physically doing it, so it's okay. That's cheating. Yep. Yeah, That's what I said. It is. And I also said I don't believe you. And then literally he sends me ten articles about it. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, dude. what the fuck? <laughs> dude, what is it? BY is it BYU Virgins yeah, on Instagram? BYU Virgins. BYU Virgins, <laughs> BYU Virgins is a great so account. Fucking funny. <laughs> so every year Pornhub releases their list, right, of like top yeah. like most watched things. Yes. Like step family is always number one, yeah. right? Uh where do you think country. soaking is on that? Three. Right. I wonder, I wonder I wonder if well, it's top. If 10. it is on there, it's gotta be high up well, because it's I'm not gonna jerk off to a dude just soaking it. Like, what do they? So I, I, I'm just curious. Like, let's just run through this theoretically, right? But do so, you, do you jerk off the same way? Then you just hold it. See, so I like. I like. See, here's what the if thing. you get jump pumped while Ooh. watching? Ooh. That's a good. That's friend. next level. So what if we friend. kissed while they were under the jump? Pump? What if we kissed under the jump pump station? <laughs> That's a fucking meme coming. Um, but um, I don't know about you, but like. <laughs> So in the past, uh, when I've watched porn, I've I've since actually oh, you have porn. you have watched I it. I have watched okay. it in the past. Confirmed. I, confirmed. I don't I don't want to get. On I've my, been waiting to try it out. <laughs> I hear it's excellent. Um, I don't want to get on my like soapbox about it. But I'm waiting till you can get it on your phone. Oh, what? dude, do write I have down. a write story for you? Write that down. Write that down. Um, you ever heard of iPod Touch? You ever open your phone? You ever open your phone and forget to have closed that tab? Yeah. yeah. You know when you open your phone? I got a ritual when it's done, dog. Yeah. We, we, we got a ritual. clear those fucking when tracks. I, when I see someone. You just throw it away and get a new one. When I. I delete my Robinhood account. Yeah. It does the same thing. <laughs> just be safe. I know it's watching me. When I, um, when I see people's phones and I see that they rotate it and it rotates and I see that they have a fucking portrait lock off, I'm like, I know what you're just doing i get it because you always turn it off so you can get that rotation anyways like i was saying before i never have it on. i've never had it on. okay whatever besides the point weird as fuck but i I just got to quickly say this and we're gonna move forward when i used when i used to watch porn right because i try not to because uh, it's a whole different thing um but uh i like having a frame of reference right i could never get into girl on girl because i'm like where's the dick how do i fit in the situation Mm -hmm. um i like to see penis and i like to kind of live vicariously through penis well that's exactly what's happening in your brain yeah exactly it's like that mental so i would assume that if i were to watch a soaking video i would just be like you're gonna go yeah. <laughs> you just you're well just that's why you need a buddy who it. jump humps for yeah. you here's please tell me you're in view perfect because we just need this <laughs> that fucking yep so here's what we're gonna do <laughs> one day when you're rich and famous and it's okay to do dumb shit like this we're gonna put a vr headset on you you're gonna hold your dick like that and lane's gonna jump up and down <laughs> on the bed or is it i me? will i don't give a fuck one we'll all do it <laughs> we're gonna do it yeah, i like that you immediately volunteer yeah, someone else so to do it welcome welcome this is what hey, we deal with special episode special episode i'm saying this right now all of us with vr headsets on um we, on uh what's patreon on patreon. on patreon yeah on patreon, patreon content can I, can I come back for that because that sure, sounds awesome dude. yeah yeah that, <laughs> This man's excited. Uh, Uh, Back to this gin. I don't know if it's because I tasted that pork broth before this, but I swear there is like a a savory note in the finish. Am I crazy? So I get all raspberry on the finish. I don't get any. Really? See, that's maybe that's just because my taste buds are burnt the fuck off. But like I'm like I'm actually struggling to get it. Usually I'm very suggestible. You say it, I start tasting it. All right. Well, I'm getting loads of raspberry now. But before the <laughs> raspberry, like right before the raspberry, 
there was something that that reminded me of because we did that that smoking gun into the pork broth, and there was right. something in that that I like the fattiness. I could see that maybe like a fattiness. It's it's a brown flavor. I think it's very interesting, and let's be honest, this is not a sipping gin. It, it could be a sipping gin for those that love sipping gin, right. but I'm assuming as a bartender, this is a cocktail gin. This is something, like, the second I taste it, I'm like, this needs lemon. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, lemon would bring out more. I want some fizz. No, no, it, I'm definitely getting it now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to think about this the whole time. I'm sorry. how, like, the botanicals then fade to, it's almost like a... You ever seen those uh, photos of when the two oceans meet? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like the botanicals and the raspberry meeting right in the middle. And then it fa- it like doesn't even fade. It's just like, here's this flavor, boom. Here's this flavor to end out. And that end flavor to me is raspberry. I get all the raspberry from it. I'm, um, yeah, I'm getting raspberry, but I'm also, I think it's, it's like that, like a bitterness of a raspberry seed. Yeah, even. it's a mind trick too because you think bright red fruit, you think a little bit of sweetness, but there's not really there sweetness is. to this. No, not at all. No, it's very dry. Yeah, I I want to say I'm gonna retract my statement because what I did is I sipped it a like I, I so I, I don't I'm not used to sampling gin the same way I would sample everything else. When I ever have gin or a shot of anything else, I'm just knocking that shit back and right. swallowing it. Right? right. I let this just sit on my tongue and kind of soak in a little bit. And then all of a sudden, the texture actually gets you that kind of like dry, jammy feeling, kind of coats your tongue a little bit on the way back. And kind of what you were saying was exactly what was going through my mind. It's not a sweet raspberry. It's almost like a, I don't want to say like a, uh, a a raspberry that's not quite ripe yet. You know what I mean? How yeah, like yeah, some yeah. berries, before they get to that peak sweetness, they've got a little bit of that bitter, um, a lot of like the raspberry seed. It's almost like, you know, you had a raspberry soaked in alcohol for a little bit and then you ate it at the end. You know, it's kind of how well, I mean, that's literally what it is. So what's cool about this, and I said this, I think, two podcasts ago, but um, Adam Fortuna, who I oh, know yeah. you're very familiar with, we're all good friends with. One of the things he, st- he said a few months ago uh, that really has stuck with me recently is that a mark of a good spirit is not necessarily in the initial taste, but it's the coating of the tongue afterwards. How long does it stick around, right? And this gin sticks around, and I know the price. It's 33 bucks shelf. Fuck. Right. 33. Yeah, yeah. 35. Yeah, so. 35. That's, that's tight as fuck. That's tight as fuck. And it sticks around as a high-quality gin. Sticks around. The botanical flavor up front is better than no lets, and that's like the standard. Of, yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know how I feel. Uh, but I mean this, you know, and it's better than no lets on the botanical flavor. And then the raspberry sits on your tongue. Like it doesn't go away. And it's not like a, it's not a bitter, it is slightly bitter, but it's not a bitter dark fruit. It is, I don't know, it's very well balanced for a gin, but I would say this is not a sipping gin. It's made for cocktails and I can't wait to use it in a cocktail. Open question. How many sipping gins are there really that haven't been barrel aged? Outside of barrel aged, not many. You know, yeah. In my opinion, unless you're looking, and if you're moving into Jennifer, which is the yeah, original gin, you sip yeah. Jennifer all sip day. Jennifer all day, but no that's problem. technically gin, but not gin. Who's Jennifer? Jennifer. Jennifer. Jennifer is the Jennifer's OG, body. Jennifer. Jennifer's body. Jennifer. Little history lessons for those that don't know is a Dutch product that was what gin was modeled after. So Jennifer came first, and the. Um, Dutch lands. I want to say Deutschland, but that's Germany. The it's Netherlands. Du- the Netherlands. Thank the you. Netherlands. Jennifer is um, the world's first flavored vodka. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. That's a great way to put it. 
Uh, but there's like old, like you'll find bottles on like, um, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, sites where you bid. Like eBay? Yeah, but what's that called? Uh, auctions. 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 You'll literally find old Jennifer uh, bottles that were made out of clay from like 1702 that you can buy. It's completely empty, but the bottle's worth something because it's like, this is like yeah. the first Jennifer bottle known, or this is one of the first batches. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's a little history lesson on what gin comes from. I'm learning so much. I'm not used to being, I love being the uneducated one. I love it. Yeah, man. Gin's dope. Gin, yeah, like, we don't sell vodka here, man. We have vodka and espresso martini. Other than that, you want gin or you want vodka? Let's do this gin cocktail. You, you know what I mean? Pop pop in all your cocktails, right? What? Pop pop? What's that? I thought it was five o'clock. Oh, it's five o'clock? Somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ten high and five o'clock in the rail. That's all we need. Oh, yeah. So we're not going to cork this just because we don't drink gin. But we talked about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you for the exclusive yeah, taste. Tasty. This will be available at Buffalo for sipping, but we'll definitely be using it in cocktails come um, after the release date. So I'm probably assuming the first shipment will get a bottle or three. Yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it that first week of May. Okay. Put us down for three bottles. I Done. think I asked for one. Let's do three. Yep. Um, Done. Yeah. I give it a thumbs up. I don't know if that counts for anything. It's amazing. Yeah. I like it. Tasty. Thank you. I don't know if you try to see what he did with the cork, but I would watch that uh, before. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, full disclosure, my Instagram meme page, I'm trying to keep it from going too far over the edge, but I have a very- Really? Well, let's not trying too hard. What's your over the edge, (laughs) dog? Terrifying. Just actual pictures of your butt star. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I have I have found a a recognizable brand image. It's kind of like do you know um Kevin on whatever that meme page is like white people humor, right? It's one of the biggest fucking meme pages out there. Yeah. Yeah. Every time like the holidays come around, he's always talking about shoving shit up his ass, whether it be a Christmas tree or a pumpkin or fucking whatever. And I've kind of found a bit of a like. If I don't know what to post, I'm gonna post a meme about putting a Blanton's cork in my ass because that's kind of how it's. That's that was my like initial like claim. It's a to nice fame. smooth cork. It is a very nice smooth it cork. Is. I always put horse head first. Of course, um, you're a gentleman. I'm, yeah, I'm a gentleman. You know, <laughs> it kind of stretches it out a bit. So when the next cork goes, the horse is ready to go. Bring the horse into the stable. And fun <laughs> fact, I can tell the difference. Like you can put it in there, and be like that's an L, that's an A. That's the second end, not the first end. Not then. That's an apostrophe right there, if I know apostrophe. All right. I so. appreciate that you stick to the craft. You've taken the time to learn it, and you're doing it. And that's respectful. I got a mad respect for that. I got one in right now. You got to be so an expert at something. This homie got 1.2 million views on Instagram on a reel for literally opening a bottle of Blanton's. He goes, This is, this, he literally goes, This is something special I've been told. Pulls off the cork, looks at the horse. He goes, I don't know what the fuck this is for. Throws it on the lawn <laughs> behind him and then takes like one pull and he got 1.2 million views. Yeah, and then I <laughs> spilled the rest of it out yeah. by accident. Accident. And it was just, I got a lot of hate. I got banned a from lot three, of hate. three bourbon groups on Facebook. I got banned Did you from, really? I did. I, oh, I, was like, I was like, I haven't seen their posts. Did you call them snowflakes? I didn't. I just, I just posted about it. And actually, I had someone tell me. I forget who it was, but she was like, yeah, my apparently like my dad saw your video and all his friends did and they were not pleased. And That's I was like, amazing. Yes. That, we're doing exactly That's what we're That's the whole goal in life yes. is to no, piss off people's parents. Disruptive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. So we tasted the Michigan. Thank you for the exclusive taste. You are one of our favorite guests and we love when guests do this. You came prepared. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Talk to us what you got. 
All right, so I came prepared with a segment. It's reoccurring. I'm a fan favorite at this point, I know. Okay. So I came with a reoccurring <laughs> segment called Kevin's Corner. Hell yeah! Oh, Kevin's Corner. Because Kev- you refuse to. <laughs> Kevin's Corner. Yeah, you do it. Yeah. You listen to Kevin's yourself, Corner comes with the Amazon gift bag. Kevin's Corner Ooh, comes. So, Kevin Corners comes. I would like to come in Kevin's Corner. Oh, C. thank Kevin you. Kevin with a C. Kevin with a C. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't know. All right. Anyways. All right. So I got three trivia questions and I got three gifts. Okay. I don't like this. So I'm thinking we're going to, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask the question, chime in with your name. Whatever name I hear first goes, winner gets the gift. Okay. All right. So we're going to start off in the world of booze. Okay. Here we go. This crusted cocktail with eight ingredients includes tequila, Creme de menthe and some sort of schnapps. Andrew. It's not this, but grasshopper. Nope. All right. That's the only cocktail the I know is creme de menthe. The crusty crab. Sorry. Just you're coming down the right idea. You're coming down the right lane, meal. but you're wrong. <laughs> I just made that shit up. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't fucking I'm embarrassed. Know. I'm embarrassed, too, as a cocktail bartender. I have right. no idea. Showing us off on live TV. Yeah. <laughs> I love live it, though. The answer to this question is the flaming mo the flaming mo tell us about the flaming mo yes do so i'm i'm an old motherfucker yeah yeah you are no you're not the flaming (laughs) mo is back up three times as old as fuck (laughs) for real (laughs) the flaming mo is the cocktail homer simpson comes up with when mo sizlak was looking for a signature cocktail this is amazing but i don't feel as bad now so (laughs) the the key ingredient is uh Crusty brand cough syrup. Okay. okay. So it's fucking it's like lean in a cup of tequila. It's lean in a cup of tequila. <laughs> tequila. That's so wild. since there was no winner, everyone's yeah. got to try this bottle. Okay, let's do it. Oh, oh I like God, Kevin's corner. Cool. Robitussin, Robitussin, Robitussin. <laughs> so everyone here, big fan of MGP. Yeah. Yeah, nope. you know me. Yeah, sure. yeah. Good with MGP. They do it and they do it well. They Absolutely. Do. Here we go. Just don't be ashamed that it's your product. MGP you know I mean? product. I'm trying yeah. to get MGP on the... Oh, my fucking... <laughs> you bitch, are you going to ice us after this? <laughs> what the fuck? Hey. All right, for the camera, this is natural light lemonade flavored vodka. Four times distilled. Four times distilled. <laughs> That's how you know it's fucking That's bad. more than Jameson, so which means it's better than Jameson. You should have met me in college, dude, because I would have tornadoed this down in two seconds <laughs> and then say. chased it with Sprite. I can see that. I can see <laughs> yeah. that. I feel like we're pouring, We're going around and... We're Do just, we just we're, take a pull we're, from we're the bottle? I think with this, you yeah, gotta pull from the bottle, pull right? from the bottle. I'll go first. Ready, set, five, four, three, no, two. I'm gonna say it. It's exactly what you think it's gonna taste like and it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> is there any sugar in this or is it like actually vodka? Oh, 100% sugar. Oh, there's definitely sugar in there. No, but I'm just trying to prep myself to see if it's gonna be sweet or not. Hey, oh, we got some words. Let's hear them. Oh, yes. Natural light has been there for the good times in America since 1977. Now we're changing the game by introducing natural light flavored vodka. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> Who like lemonade and drinking vodka? America! Fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> Enjoy as a chilled shot or mixed with club soda. Call 1-800-342-5283 for questions and comments. <laughs> I think that, that might have been one of the best bottle reads that ever. That might have been good. one of the best twenty-second stretches <laughs> of this podcast has ever had. Clip, clip, clip. 
That's what I've been doing on Call of Duty lately. Every time I do, yeah. so, I kill someone. I'm just like clip, just so they can hear it in the kill, <laughs> the kill feedback. You know? Even if it's like I like shot thirty bullets to kill them, clip. Hey, I actually, I'm glad you brought that up. We can talk about this more off the pod, but I wanna, I wanna, I'm working on thinking of ideas and segments and spinoffs, especially for Patreon, to make it really worthwhile yeah. for listeners. Yeah, welcome nice. to college, man. We are gonna start about to get my second degree. We're gonna start a spinoff where we do gaming. Nice, I love that, Kevin. Okay, I'm confused as to how yes i forgot you didn't do that i'm confused as to how this played into that question oh it had nothing to do with okay. that <laughs> no it was three dollars okay, so sick. so does that is that cocktail served anywhere or is it literally just a cocktail on the simpsons because i've never watched the simpsons and i'm gonna feel much better so the i i'm sure there are bars who have done it without cough syrup right but it is on the menu at simpsons land at Universal Parks. Oh, shit. Yeah. With yeah. Actual no, it's Disney. I think it's Disney. Yeah. I doubt they have actual cough syrup. Right? Right? They just gotta have like medicinal cherry extract. Right? Yeah. But right. you know, like you know, like Lil Wayne has done it. Right? Oh, hundred percent. That's what he got drunk on when he was in prison. <laughs> what's a what's a crab apple? <laughs> oh, look at the rapper. All right. All right. This lollipop. She says she. Moving on, dude. This next cut. This next question doesn't come with a bottle. It comes. It comes with a book. Okay. Oh. Uh, so here we go. Does it have pictures? Because I can barely read. No, it's all words. Fuck. I, I don't think I know how to read. I'm just convinced I've memorized enough words. And I keep that's telling him every thing. time he says yeah. that, that's how reading works. Yeah. That, no, that is an astronaut meme. You just say it every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry, Kevin. All right. Here we go. How many times does the average human poop in a day? Andrew, just- four. He raises his hand first, but you said oh, your you name. You said the same no, 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 no. name. You're right. So you're right. Is he right? You're right. No, you're wrong. Okay. Lane. Lane. One and a half. Nope. Josiah, two. Three is the answer. I was going to say three, and I fucking three just is rock, the answer. Means... Right, wait, wait. Rock, paper, scissors for the book. We're the really closest. Ready? One, unshoot and one time. Ready? Yeah. Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. Are you in? All right. Thanks. Why are you so, just a book. So I got the a copy of this book sent to me by a buddy. Oh, shit. And, uh, I love you, dude. You were so this prepared for this. Yeah. He uh he sent it to me. He said, your doppelganger wrote a fucking book, bro. So, like, okay. And I don't see it. When you look at the picture on the back, you can tell me if you see Is it. Is this Gerard Butler's bio? His autobiography? <laughs> I wish. I I'm wish. excited to unbox this. So, this is like, see. it's like a surrealistic sci-fi adventure. Oh, okay. fuck, dude. So, I'm going to read you the back of it. You're going to have to do the ASMR bit. Here we go. Nice he did, he did not want us to see the cover. Nice and close to the mic. Yeah, I want the cover hit. <laughs> go. In the long lost land of poop, <laughs> a war is being raged by its two factions, wet and dry. Oh, no. This is a story of trial and defeat. Told. There's a spelling error here. Not spelling, but literally a typo. Told in their the the people of poop's native tongue of poop. Yes. I'm crying. <laughs> 73,729 poops so is the name of it. So this is, this is very actually tied into your trivia question. There we go. And, uh, Written by Richard your, P. Johnson. That's your, uh, that's your doppelganger. Dude, that that's is a doppelganger, doppelganger dude. So, yeah. Dick, <laughs> it's you? Yeah. No, it's my doppelganger, right, Richard yeah, yeah, P. Johnson. Yeah, 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 Dick yeah. P. Johnson. Can you read us an excerpt? I was just going to say. Okay, no, no. no go ahead. You're going to see it, right? Ready? Um, I'm just going <laughs> to... Pick a page. Jesus Christ! That sounds that sounds disgusting. Oh, that sounded so gross. <laughs> oh my God! That's the battle of wet and dry right there. Oh, I'm just no. gonna skip here to page. So 
the dedication, right? Yes. Yep. 73,729 poops. Two P. <laughs> 73,729 poops. That's exactly what you think. It's 73,729 poops. Ready? Oh, tantalizing. Poop. Poop. No. Poop. No. This entire poop. book. Holy shit. Subscribe to our Patreon for a live reading. Audiobook. That is you. <laughs> no, man, it's my doppelganger, bro. You know, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm it's very, doppelganger. very Dick I'm very, P. Johnson. No, it's it's Richard P. Johnson. And the P stands for penis. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. That's that's the best thing. When that, we get our own studio, that is getting framed. And yes. The, yes. I'm well, putting it on my desk at work tomorrow just to like start conversation. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm very pleased. But I also was expecting a saga about the war between the two factions. No, yeah. you just got to learn how to read the language, bro. Yeah, dude. It's like there's it's different like inflections denoted yeah. based yes. on. Let's listen to Lane. There's a comma. Oh shit! There are some commas in there. A poop, 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 <laughs> poop, poop, poop. That was actually. That's deep. One of the char- <laughs> one of the main characters, like, yeah, dude, you got to read this part on your own later. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. And it, it is it's it's book one in the poop burp fart archive. Ooh. A, mm. uh, so nice. there are two other versions. Okay. Uh, there are two other parts of the story. Yeah. Uh, and when you read all three, uh, you're gonna I, I get cried. It. I cried. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I cried too. Yeah. I cry every time. God damn. Uh, is there I gonna be a, is there gonna be a pee pee poo poo like? Series about like the metaverse of this. You're gonna have to ask Richard P. Johnson. Well, yeah, dude. Can we get? I'm hoping Netflix. Kevin. I'm hoping Netflix gives him some money for dude. it. Dude, we're gonna call this motherfucker up, and he's getting on the pod to explain to us why. Richard Johnson. <laughs> Richard Johnson. So why'd you Christ. write this book? Please. Yeah, it was it a story up, I had to tell. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. This is wild. Do you guys see this? <laughs> this what is this what would you think this is i would think that it is one of the sample covers amazon gives you as an option sick <laughs> for those of you that are uh, listening and not watching we're referring to the splatter how many splatter. copies have you have you reached out and inquired how many copies the doppelganger printed uh well it's available on amazon they print to order uh uh I have <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Hold I have on. heard hold that uh I have heard that uh he's sold about 40 copies so far. Okay, I, I you I'm going to send this book to everyone I know. Me too. Oh, yes. Um I just want to take a second here um before we move on with the final question to talk about his biography on the back. All right? <laughs> Richard P Richard P Johnson <laughs> is an author of work. <laughs> Dude <laughs> If you know Richard P. Johnson by chance, let me know how to buy these because this is literally the embodiment of the perfect white elephant gift. Oh, my God. Uh, so it's available on the devil's website, Amazon.com. Heard. <laughs> the devil's website. Uh, there's the there's three. You know, there's the it's a three-part series, so I suggest you, you get all three because, uh, as I said before, it's heartwarming. It's inspirational. Mm. It's changed my life. I bet. I'm, I fucking bet. I am not right. going to lie. Christ. I'm actually going to go and read. Every single fucking yeah, I hope page. you do. Well, it ta- it took me about man, it took serious. me about I'd say thirty five pages before I unlocked the language, mm. and then it really mm. hit home. But so then you went back and reread those. Obviously, I've read it ten times. I Holy expect shit. that afterwards, I'm just gonna get this little thing that clicks on the back of my brain, and I'm gonna go, 
Kill John Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, he's already dead. Damn it. And then Sorry, like, Sean gonna... Lennon. <laughs> All right, what's number three? All right. We got a third one, right? Number three. That's amazing, dude. So far, one and two, killer. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for number three. Fuck. Which country has the highest global consumption of beer? Andrew, Germany. Uh, Fuck. Oh, damn. That's not your name. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Oh god. Um it's still not your name. Your name You're Josiah. definitely not god. There you go. Um Mexico. Nope. That was gonna be my guess. Say your name. I'm not guessing yet. Andrew I'm Australia. Acting kinda shady. And Andrew Australia. Baby. Lane, just say my name. Andrew Australia for three. Uh, uh, let's do Lane China. Boom! Uh, That's it. It's a numbers game, bitches. It is a numbers game. It's China, United States, Brazil. I was going to say Another numbers game pick. Then I'm with Mexico. So you get the worst prize in the group. I apologize. (laughs) Always. Always. What is that? What is that? For the people that are watching. The Orcadian. Wait. Single malt scotch. Yeah, it looks like shit. Until you open that, though. <laughs> this looks like trash. That's, that's a good point, Josiah. Can I trust this man? Open it. Open yeah. It. Find it, out. On site. On site. How do I open it? Just smash it on a <laughs> table. Smash it's a legit it. bottle, dude. Unopened. Oh, my fuck. It's actually a bottle of whiskey. Scotch. Scotch. Sounds Scotch is whiskey lovely. without the E. <laughs> I like um, single malt whiskey. Scotch whiskey. Oh, Josiah, you, it's my gift, and what I want you to do is read my gift to me. Okay. Okay. I like that. Scapa the Arcadia. We're going to start with the front. Inspired by summer's bright, glittering skies, described in Old Norse as skirin, this expression is exclusively matured, or <laughs> shall I say, matured. There you go. And first fill American oak casks for a smooth, creamy sweetness with a hint of tropical fruit, citrus, and coastal heather. Wow. So first fill, even. There we go. This is going to be interesting. Skirin is old Norse for glittering bright skies. The opposite of gray skies. Oh. Ooh. Shout out to gray skies. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Rest Rip. in power. Big ups. Big ups. Big ups. <laughs> Big ups. Bro, this is by far the shittiest gift. It's a yeah, 90, this sucks, It's a $90 man. gift, man. <laughs> sucks. Oh, I got overcharged. <laughs> 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 I figured I had to show glasses, up. With so- I had to show yeah. up with something a little better than just natty. Like right, I'm glad. I'm glad I grabbed my gift. The right. mo- honest, at the end of the day, the most valuable gift is that Richard P. Johnson book. Actually, hundred <laughs> percent. Actually, entirely. <laughs> as far as bang for your buck, dude. I'm taking this bottle, leaving it here, putting simple or putting more lemon juice into it, shaking the shit out of it, and serving it as shots. And people will be like, "What was you that?" Just drop, just like Angostura on top. Ooh, to give it that better. layer. Ooh, even better. Yeah. I might shake with Ango at that point. It's like a lemon drop shot. That's what I think. That's literally what they're probably going for. All right, everybody. Here's the pop. Mm. I also think on that natty light, like I probably could have housed that bottle in one drink. <laughs> Tornadoed it. Yeah, yeah, dude. New Amsterdam vodka. Used to for be everybody my... listening, that's literally what's going to happen after this podcast <laughs> yeah. is done. We are all going to tornado that bottle. Yep. So I went with this. Uh, we were talking earlier about bourbon, right? Yeah. And I'm not a huge bourbon guy. Okay. Uh, something about waiting in line, I just don't like. Right. Hey, fuck that shit. So I've, but I'm, I've been a Scotch guy for a minute. Like that, it, I got into it as a wine guy. I like, you know, 
finding out about different regions, what yep. was going on in it. And I, I dig like that just classic style. Mm. So I thought it'd be fun. I know you guys do a lot of bourbon on the podcast, so that'd be fun to taste some scotch and see what it's you know, oh, yeah. see what it is. We do scotch as well. Um yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, and this is kind of a on taking the pants off moment, seeing behind the curtain. Um Scotch was my first love, and it's actually still one of my it's probably still my favorite. I switched to bourbon primarily because it's fucking mainstream, and it's, it's what fucking sells. It does. But I love scotch. I personally prefer Islay. Uh, I feel like, yeah. Really? I love, yeah. I love Me that too. smoky <laughs> shit. Me too. It pairs really well with seafood. And How much mezcal do I drink, right? A lot, yeah. right. So right. we, I love mezcal, and so does Lane, but me and Lane are both Highland guys, right? I, yeah. There you I go. Remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I want all that honey on the nose. Yeah, we, yeah. we want that natural sweetness coming through. What's your favorite Islay? If you say Ardbeg, I'm punching your dick. Dude, our bag's good. Don't fucking hate on our bag. Dude, so I'm not. A, here's here here's where I'm going to go on this. I'm not a huge fan of people who of distilleries that buy and okay. claim as their own, right? Mm. And a lot of them do, right? But there's right. this. Are you guys familiar with Gordon and McPhail? Yeah. No. Yeah. Personally, Gordon, yes. Personally, so yeah. Gordon McPhail, super cool company, mm-hmm. really old. Um, and what they did, they when they were basically a barn who sold provisions to people in town. Right, so they went out and got handshake agreements with all these different, um, uh, you know, Scotch makers or whiskey makers around Scotland, and they said, "We want your raw distillate." They're the only company out there who gets raw distillate from Glen Levitt, from you know, from everybody. Wow. Right, so they take that raw distillate and then they barrel it in their own barrels, and they you know they taste the raw, they decide the barrels that are going to go with it. Um, and what's dope about that is like, you know, they're making three barrels at a time, right? Yeah. So it's just super clean. It's it's exactly what they want the flavor to be. Like when you buy, like, I love most scotch, but like when you buy a bottle of Macallan, there's food coloring in that, right? Because mm-hmm. every bottle of Macallan has to look the same. Yep. So I will lean into Gordon McPhail scotches. I'll buy anything with Isla on the label, <laughs> but I have the worst fucking memory of all time and have no idea what my favorite one is. <laughs> That's fair. Um, dude, this is Oxmoor. fucking good, dude. Yeah. Or I guess yeah. fucking shitty. <laughs> if you want to go, with, if we want to go with this is the worst so, gift, but this is fucking good, Stacey, dude. Uh, but going off, I you ever fuck with Oxmoor. Oh yeah, yeah, it's good. Oh, yeah. That and then uh, Port Charlotte are probably my two tops. Not familiar with Port Charlotte. Port Charlotte is made by who's it made by? The fucking it's, it comes in a black bot black cylinder and. That natty light hit me, bro. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, dude. You oh, did. Oh, well. I'm not gonna yeah, lie you to went you. Back. You went back. Menagerie is probably the closest I get to uh, Islay Scotch. Compass in, Box in, Menagerie in, is yeah. incredible. Compass Box, don't I, Compass, love, love everything they do. The heat, yeah, so everything they do God. is amazing. Compass Box, specifically Menagerie, is the perfect mix. And I don't know exactly if it's a blend. So I don't want to speak out mm-hmm. or, uh, incorrectly, but. What it tastes to me is a blend of Islay Highland. You know what I mean? Just like there's enough right. peat there, but it's not straight Islay. You so know I, mean? I also don't know this, but I think is it all Compass Box blends? Isn't it the bartender's I blend? So I and believe kind of the so. whole thing behind the company. Yeah, I know, right? I know the Glass Cow is, um, and I know a couple other products they do. I just don't know Menagerie specifically. But what I like about Compass Box, and this is something that goes along with probably what you're saying, is that all Compass Box on the back label has what's going into it. So now that I think of it, all Compass Box is blends, but they also tell you down to the percentage what that blend is. You know what I mean? And they literally have like a fucking Excel sheet on the back of their bottle, which is so dope on all the bottles. And we were talking about this earlier. If if you're going to buy it and blend it, 
be proud be of upfront it. about it and be tell proud us and be proud about it right? yeah because you're doing it's, something good it's its own art yeah, yeah. for sure like, we talk about this all the time there's fucking... nothing wrong with mgp they do good shit and there's a reason why everyone buys from them. It's not just because they monopolize the market it's because yeah. they monopolize and have good shit it's just like oh you want to put distilled in indiana and not say like mgp come on like, man look right. at fucking high west they created a brand Yep. That just does fucking MGP blending. Templeton Wright. Fucking yep. allocated as fuck, dude. Yeah. Templeton Wright. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. yeah. This is phenomenal. I know I've um said that when it comes to scotch, I prefer ILA. But uh when I first started drinking whiskey, the drink the whiskey that made me a believer, um, you know, because like I used to oh, just drink good. Jack and Screwball and fucking Fireball and all that stupid shit, which isn't real whiskey, was I like uh, that that burp went right into the microphone. I'm, yeah. Right I'm into it. What are we about an hour twenty? That's usually when he starts burping. Yeah, <laughs> hour eight. Um, hour eight. Yeah. But the one that the whiskey that made me a believer was Glen Morangi Nectar Door. Yes, dude, that's my favorite scotch of all time. Dude, it's same. fucking tasty. Yep, it's so tasty. And um, that's kind of like the, some of the notes that I get on this, and I love it. What region is this, by the way? If I had a guess, it's probably fucking. Dead space. I think it's from Scotland. Well, wait, <laughs> I somewhere, it was from somewhere England. there. Technically, Scott England would love Scotland to be part of them, aren't they? Technically, did England reclaim Scotland? I know fucking uh, Mel Gibson did his best to try to like keep it from happening. You the know, Scapa Distillery in Kirkwall, <laughs> Kirkwall, Orkney. Underappreciated joke that no one got. What did he say? <laughs> he said Mel Gibson had a very brave heart. Yeah. Yeah. No balls anymore though. <laughs> nah, dude. What happened to that man? It's fine, it's whatever. One moment he was so strong and adamant in his belief about how he hated the Jews. I feel like he still does. I think he still does. Yeah. Are I these more jokes that are going over my head? I think he's just jealous. Oh, have you not heard about Mel Gibson and his hatred of Jewish so back people? In 2002. Mel Gibson's an anti Semite. <laughs> oh yeah, you should watch The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> oh yeah, there <laughs> it is. Happy Easter, everybody. <laughs> hey. <laughs> As far as like, just if you want to like extract all the other stuff from it, though, just from like a storytelling perspective and visual perspective, that actually is a very well made movie. Just like all his movies are made well, you know. Unfortunately, we get it. You stand Passion of the Christ. I not necessarily. <laughs> I'm more of an apocalypto guy personally, but um, I went into watching The Patriot right after watching Braveheart, thinking it was going to be just as like serious and reverent and it somewhat well done. is, but not. At the and same The Patriot, time. he throws a tomahawk across some little. That's the he one scene that kills stabbed. the main bad guy with the American flag. Yeah. yeah. Just stabs him in the heart. With America. Uh, fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. Um, Surprise, <laughs> pegs. <laughs> dude, solid fucking oh, movie. Dude. Solid 2010 humor, man. Oh, my, my favorite God. part of that movie is obviously the sex scene. What? Of America, fuck yeah? I've uh, actually Team never America seen the whole Team America, World Police. Don't worry. We've stopped the terrorists. <laughs> the fucking opening scene. Jesus Oh, Christ. man. All right. Fun um, fact about that sex scene is originally um, it, it was so raunchy that they weren't going to be able to release without an X rating. And so they had to <laughs> send it back to the rating agency after paring it down like like three or four times well, until it well, finally passed with R. For those that haven't watched it or know about it, it's literally a movie that very, very parodies the like, you know, America's presence overseas. But they do oh, it almost fucking Barbie dolls. Yep. Oh, yeah. It was oh, yeah. just like Barbie doll right in the heart of the Bush administration. Just yes. Oh, yeah. Favorite quote. Matt Damon was supposed Matt to be Damon. really smart, but then his mannequin doll ended up looking so fucking Wait, dumb. Wait, is that- Matt Damon voicing in that? 
No. Oh, no. I yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure because whenever Matt Damon voices the character, he goes, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. That's all he says. Matt Damon. Because yeah, his dollars <laughs> is so stupid. And like, <laughs> they were like, oh, fuck, we can't make him intelligent. We have this to just dude. make him. Did you guys finish your scotch yet? I'm about to. Matt right. Damon. Yep. So you brought Kev. You've been an amazing give. guest. Mm. So Kevin told me that he really likes chartreuse, right? He asked that we ended on chartreuse. And no I, way. Sh- quite on set um and i originally uh blew smoke up his ass and said yeah we'll end with like a genipe versus green chartreuse head-to-head tasting no we're not kev if you've never had this don't lie to me but i brought my very own bottle of this so you want to hear a fun story about chartreuse vep yeah you knew what i was bringing out as soon as you saw the box oh i I knew before you brought out the box man you saw it no, I just had oh, a feeling. Okay, cool. So I used to run this. Fuck me. I used to run this restaurant. <laughs> okay. My first GM job. Yeah. It was in the Hilton Suites, Chicago. 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 Right next to the Hancock Building, Cock. and it was a unwealthy sw- and fuller. Exactly. <laughs> Great sandwiches. Uh, yeah. I like so, the hotter level. Yeah. <laughs> it was Anyways. a um, it's a a hotel that. It's a sweets hotel, and for some reason, it's 100% occupancy all the time with people on uh, like corporate cards. They're there for conventions. Hmm. So I figured out like week two that no one was paying for their own drinks. They're all putting it back. So I was charging $11 for a pint of Miller Lite. My, li- my liquor cost was under 5%. Jesus Christ. For th- those who don't know prof- listening. Were you profit sharing? Right, I should have been right. Every, yeah, like, why, why are you kissing your boss's ass so much? So, for those of you who don't know, like you're looking for twenty five to thirty is good, right? Like twenty five is really the the key on liquor mm-hmm. costs, right? We were down under five, so I kept a bottle of this in my office at all time for me to drink, and it never hit the cost because of it. I believe it. <laughs> I believe Fuck, it, dude. So this is my bottle of Chartreuse VEP, and what I love about it is like the box is cool, but like the label is just seen it's. Time, gorgeous. And it's gorgeous. It's like perfect with the rips in it and everything like that. No. Ripping in the tarot. So I am I'm partially glad that you've had this before. Uh I I, I low-key assume that you've had it before just because you said you love chartreuse. But just humor me and act like you're really, really enjoying it. Kevin. All right, let's take two, bring it back out. I'll I'll pretend I've never no, had you're it. Good, baby. <laughs> Kevin, can you tell us what's so special about this chartreuse? Yeah, please. No. Okay, really? Andrew, can you tell us what's so special? I don't need you. It's oh, a very man. special old pale, I assume. Um, <laughs> so essentially my knowledge of it, and I don't have the deepest of knowledge. I, I looked it up when I first got this uh, bottle. This bottle was actually as a gift. Um, but when I first got this bottle, uh, I looked it up, and uh, the VEP stands, uh, it says, and I'm going to absolutely butcher this. Actually, Josiah, if you want to try. I, I know what it means, but yeah, <laughs> we can tell. I know. Um, what does it say? Vialisament X. Oh, wait, hold on. Someone shat on us for the last, for the chartreuse episode we did because- It was with Sam, we yeah. We produced it. We, we said everything so bad. So instead of trying to slaughter it, slaughter it, slaughter it kill slaughter it dead. It. Yeah. I'm going to slaughter that pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Via Lissament, except he an element, Prolongi. The boy who lived came <laughs> to die. <laughs> Basically, it means exceptionally long Harry age. Potter. Exceptionally, a, exceptionally long age. And it's not like exceptionally long point of aging, but it's. Long age at an except like an exceptional quality. Yeah. 
it, it, that's what like it, it's mixed up in the uh, French that's used there, but that's oh, what it sorry. means. Right. It tastes. Um, it's a monk made liqueur. It's awesome. Yes. Chartreuse is and it's aged. This is uh, it aged because it's not rusted. It's past a year. I believe this is four years nice. for VEP. All I know is it tastes. So fucking good. Yeah, if you love green chartreuse, which we all do. Yeah. It's there's, it's my favorite. There's yeah. nothing, like, it's my guilty pleasure. It's my honest pleasure. It's my yeah. pleasure. I love chartreuse. Uh, I, the first time I had it was a last word. Yep. It blew my mind. And then every single cocktail what, menu I was your first created. last word? Like 21, 22? Yeah, somewhere, probably somewhere around there. Like legal last word? <laughs> yeah. Probably somewhere around there. It was probably at, uh, actually, honestly, it was at, it was at the Violet Hour. Okay. They had just opened. And I never had it before, and I loved it. And then I got this this dude, one of my best friends in the world. His name is Fraser Saunders. No way. It's a great so name. His name is Carl Fraser Saunders II. But he goes by Fraser because he was afraid people would make fun of him being called Carl. Yeah. Mm, I'll put Fraser on blast because Fraser's the shit. Yeah. Um, but he introduced me to it, and it just became our shot, right? Like anywhere we go, Chartreuse was our shot. Mm-hmm. And then uh, went to New York, <laughs> ordered a shot of Chartreuse, and they're like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah. You don't drink that shit. There's a shot. It's in a cocktail. Like, no, give me a shot. Give me a shot. How and much did they charge you in New York? It's like 18 bucks. You know what's crazy? <laughs> you go to Max's fucking Tiki Bar, they'll charge you $17 for that motherfucker. Really? Yeah, dude. Uh, regular green chartreuse? Regular. Yeah, I ordered a shot of yellow chartreuse chilled, and they charged me $17 for it. So I'm assuming green 17 or higher. Man. But that's like, I was like, what am I in? Like, fucking Brooklyn? Like, what? <laughs> You know, you, you guys know the hall sells us for five dollars, yeah, right? right? Like, yeah. And they don't use a jigger. <laughs> made that, yeah, exactly. I made that mistake Shout once, man. Shout out to the hall, man. Should we? We should. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, oh, yeah, we're, we're yeah, we'll go. You want to go to the hall after this? First round on me. I don't have a membership, but I'd love to go. We we, we all have memberships, and we will triple sponsor you. Yes, ass. beautiful. We will triple sponsor you. Yeah. You know, you're you're not the first person in this establishment to offer to sponsor me. There is it, Rob. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that makes sense. But hey. Uh, we're not ending this quite yet, but cheers to you, man. Cheers. Even Honestly. though you know what this is, I'm glad I got to share my personal bottle with you. And thank, thank you very much. Thank you for much. being this a great guest. A I just, bottle, right. and yeah. I love Everybody, it. to pleasure. To pleasure. To, to pain. pain. <laughs> mm. I also just wanted to say, of all the guests we've ever had on the show, no one has ever made me laugh so hard that I fucking cried. Sorry, Nate. Yeah. I shouldn't Sorry, have dropped Nate. out of no, that comedy I, school. Damn it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I fucking cried. That like from laughing so hard. That's 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 how you know. Yeah. Shout you're you, you're uh on our slowly developing Mount Rushmore of guests. Fan favorite. Fan favorite. And I what's the recurring segment? Kev's Kevin's Corner. Kevin's Corner. I love it. Triple you know, C. Triple C. Um, what we should do, <laughs> Kevin we, with the C. We should, what we should do, we should talk about this more later. But what I want to yeah. do is do a special episode where we collect enough special guests, mm-hmm. and we just let them do it. I was just gonna say yeah. we should have our, our in our personalities. They, yeah, and they they just re, they just do it, and we just watch the magic happen. So We're we not, have someone, as long as I don't have to read. This I'm is good. a voyeurism oh, kink. You're good. We have someone play the part of a high strung ADHD pusher, which is me. You have someone play the dirty host of Josiah, and then you have someone that is playing the part of a highly educated, well-spoken adder. That's how I look at you. You know what I mean? I don't know. Adder. That's a nice thing to say. I I definitely talk the least, but I just kind of like. But every time you talk, it's important. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, that's good. Well, if I I learned very quickly on my first episode, like, oh. If I if I talk as often as I want to talk, we all talk yeah. over each other. Mm-hmm. Nate's so. gonna be you, 
AJ can be you. Me. No, uh, no, you probably you. AJ would probably be you. If we gave him, if we honestly, him to Nate be, could be Andrew. Nate too. would Nate be could me. Be you. Nate would be me. Would AJ, be, AJ would be, be Lane. Yep, yep. And then Rob Diaz, once we finally get him on, will be fucking you, um, dude. I've, I've, I'll I've be seen, the guest. Yeah. I've seen. I've, I've seen. I've Rob seen, Diaz, you have not met this man I've yet, but you are Rob Diaz. The man, and Rob the myth, Diaz the legend. You. I've yeah, seen dude. texts like when you. Like, yeah, every time Rob texts me something funny, I screenshot it. To he's these rock guys. hard right now. Yeah, dude, Rob is bricked. Do I have bricked. to wear pants? <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, I said, "Hey, Rob, do you want to be on my podcast?" And his first response was, "Do I have to wear pants?" And I was like, "Uh, no, you don't." <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to put Rob on blast for a second in a Please. good way. Yeah. So, Rob Diaz is my best friend in the yeah. world, right? Rob lived with us. He's going to hate this story. I can't wait. <laughs> Rob, uh, so, uh, me and my wife were, you know, we we were married and we decided to live together. Right. That's yeah. how it happens. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> We had a two-bedroom apartment, so we had an empty room. Uh, Rob had moved to Hawaii, and uh, Hawaii. he was uh, Shaka. He was managing Shaka. the Wolfgang Pucks on Honolulu. Love that for him. And uh, he called me one day. He's like, I don't really like it here. I tried to swim with a whale yesterday, and my boat capsized. <laughs> I was like, your boat capsized? He's like, yeah, I had a rowboat. It flipped over. <laughs> I had this girl with me. We had to fix it, get back on. It was crazy. He's Jesus like, but I don't think Christ. I like it, so I'm going to move back. You care if I live on your couch? I'm like, yeah. yeah, come back whenever you can stay with us. Within 24 hours, he was at the restaurant I was working at. <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck, this dude's for real. Yeah, dude. Which is crazy because you were in Michigan at the time or uh, Chicago? Chicago. So that's at least a 20-hour flight from Hawaii. <laughs> he calls you on his way to the yeah, airport. Basically. He yeah. Yeah. Like, he's in the cab. No, he's in the fucking... He's in the he's airport. In the, he's he in he it, he's at his gate. He's yeah. bored. And he's like, yo, by the way... uh." <laughs> Can I? <laughs> so, uh, so he's living with us, and yeah. we end up. My wife and I end up coining this term called "you got Diaz." <laughs> and what getting Diaz was is, uh, he knew that like I slept late, mm-hmm. and Zoe Zoe would get up around like nine. So he's like, "I'm gonna be polite, and I'm gonna wake up first, get my shower out of the way, so they can live their day." Mm-hmm. Great, like, super polite, loved it. Yeah, uh, motherfucker never flushed the toilet. He would shit. <laughs> And then take a shower and then go on his yeah, day. Yeah. He sounds like me for real, though. <laughs> he does. So, you are Rob Diaz and you have no idea. My wife would come kicking the door into her room. I got Diaz again. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Diaz, I want you to send me pictures of your shits. Yeah, he will. He will. Diaz sent me a fucking picture of his dog's fucking red rocket. Oh, you got that one too? Nowhere. You got that yes, one too? Out of nowhere, dude. I, was I like, delete that off my text chain yeah, every time he every sends it to me. Every single time. I'm like, I was like, bro. Love you. Can't wait to see you again. Please never do that again. Uh, I'm <laughs> telling you, next time that happens, you send him a clip of uh, Cartman jerking off his dog on <laughs> South Park. <laughs> Have you seen that meme? Where... I did get revenge on him, though. Oh, We got to hear that. Actually, yes. before you say that, I want to just quickly throw out uh, some a PSA. There was a, there was a meme going around that I fucking loved. I think it was actually a TikTok where it's like, imagine you're getting jumped by a bunch of furries and you hear one of them go, hold him down. I got a red rocket. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> okay, Kevin, continue. Kevin, please help us. Help us, yes, us. Help us save this pod. Yeah. So I was being a gentleman, and I hadn't actually mentioned to him yet what he had been doing to us, because I assumed he would fix the problem himself. Right. Like he would, he would get out of the shower and be like, Start "Oh, flushing. that's a super wet, like gross looking shit. I should nice. flush it." Is this where you got the idea? Or you, uh, for no, poops. not you. Sorry, it's not you. Uh, it's not me. I keep confusing you because you, no, so you look so similar. Oh, we look, yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> 
But people sure. say I look alike. You've just got yeah. one of those faces. You know, my entire life I have I have had that comment. They go, you know, do you got a cousin who lives in Tampa? I'm like, no. Like, oh, you do. Hey, you yeah. look but, like a dick. Anyone ever tell you you look like a dick? <laughs> this one guy. People don't often tell me that, but they go, you're a dick. All right. <laughs> All right. But, I won't hear the story. So I get my revenge on him one day, right? So I hadn't told him yet. I hadn't told him yet. And he's sitting at my bar. And we're super busy. And he's he's flirting with this very beautiful woman. She's also a wine rep, mm-hmm. uh, and like gorgeous. And things are going well. And I I walk up and I go, "Hey, Rob, you Diaz my wife again today?" <laughs> and he goes, "What?" I go, "You Diaz my wife." And he's like, "What do you mean?" I go, "You took a diarrhea shit in the toilet and didn't flush it." And my wife walked in on it again. This is the tenth time this fucking week, bro. <laughs> And the girl was in a scat fetishes, obviously, right? <laughs> They're married. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, I was about to say. I mean, if anybody's going to be okay with that, it's somebody in the industry. Yeah, back to 100%. people in the industry being the coolest motherfuckers yeah. you'll ever meet. One hundred percent, full circle. Like, we're a big full circle pod. Like, and, and don't just take this from somebody who's in the industry. Yeah, like we love shits. Go, <laughs> go, go, go meet we're your real. Go meet your real. If she's hot enough, she can shit on my chest. I don't care. Yeah, all right. And now we're back to the south. No, no, uh, hold on. Time we're... out. Time out. I want to talk about that for a second. <laughs> okay, please don't. No, Just no, kidding. no. I got a question for you. D- yeah. Is there is there a limit to the continuity of the shit? Like, if it's like it super wet, be... is that fine, or do you want like solid? About chest shit? Yeah, I'll be, I'll she's be, hot I'll, enough. I'll be honest with you. It's got to be one of two things. If it's going to be liquid, just spray and pray, right? But Spray there is going get, to be, get this man some goggles. If there is going to be, give me some goggles. Give me a full face mask. Give me a, like you know what I mean. But if it's going to be an actual shit, I'd rather be in one piece. You know what I mean. So I you want consistency, feel, either one feel, or the other. I don't want to feel plop and then be like, yay, and then another plop and be like, ew, that's gross. I want to feel one little log curl itself <laughs> up like a cartoon. Shit. You want the toothpaste? I want the toothpaste. You know what I'm saying? You gonna I roll that to, up from the bottom, I, or are you gonna some, squeeze it? In the <laughs> I want it to feel like froyo. You know how like you get the you you go to the froyo spot and you get your little thing, and you're like, please stop talking. Please stop talking. <laughs> oh, fuck! He's putting toppings on it. I'm about to puke. Please. I stop pay by talking. the weight, dude. <laughs> I like my shit. <laughs> Fuck, dude, this is incredible. Hey, gonna pay guys. by the way, uh, we love you. We, we love you guys. Uh, we're gonna just go ahead. And we're gonna fucking just call this right here. Yeah. We've got things to do. We've got places yeah. to be. We've got the hall to go to. Yeah. And we're gonna fucking shit on um, girls' chests on the hall. I mean, we're gonna have girls shit on our chests at the hall. Um, we're not doing disgusting. Speak for yourself Disca- on that one. Which one you took a shit? Disgusting. Anyways, all right, all right. We love you guys. We love you guys. Wait, well, we gotta say thank you to him first. Oh, we were well, saying like. <laughs> Thank you again, Kevin. Thank you. You're so fucking much, awesome, Kevin. You gave you will us be a reoccurring guest. New life. You you got your spot. Kevin's corner. People now are gonna be champion. asking yeah, for it. We're Kevin's gonna tattoo CCC right under Exit 64. CCCP. <laughs> CCCP. Uh, well, thank you very much. It was an absolute pleasure. Hell yeah. It was uh, Long Road, Mr. Long Road Gin Distilling, Grand Rapids, oldest licensed distillery, first licensed distillery. We're the shit. Oh yeah, May I love second. it. We're the shit. May second, right? I said we're the shit. May second, Missigen, Missigen. Where's the shit? We're the shit. We're the shit. We're the shit. You guys have shit. Where the shit? Wear it on your chest like a badge of honor. Anyways, love you guys. Missy, wait, hold on. Missigen coming out May second. All right, love you guys. Love you guys. Love you guys. I love all you guys. There it is. Yay.